kind of shoes does Winnie the Pooh wear? None. He always has bare feet. <laughs> hey, check it out, Dad. Grandma's up to 975 points. Wow, 975. Temperature increased to 975. Hello, you've reached Omega 5277. I'm either not home or just screening my calls. Ladies and gentlemen, Cosmic Ray is proud to present the biggest little star in the galaxy. W W Radio. everybody and welcome to the WW Radio Show, your Walt Disney World information station. I am your host, Lou Mangello, and this is show number 428. I'm here again to help you have the best possible Disney vacation experience and bring you a little bit of Disney magic wherever you are with this podcast, videos, the blog, live broadcasts every week on Facebook, my books, audio tours, and more. You can find everything over at www.radio.com and subscribe to the podcast in iTunes, Stitcher, and now Google Play. So I want you to please join me around the table this week as we review everything on the menu, literally, at Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar in Disney Springs. This new themed Disney experience is based on a character from the Indiana Jones films and is immersive, interactive, and full of wonderful details, stories, deliciousness, and surprises, both on the menu and off. I'll then have the answer to our last Walt Disney World trivia question of the week and pose a new challenge for your chance to win a Disney prize package. Then stay tuned to the end of the show for updates about our next meet of the month in Walt Disney World, new live broadcasts coming up this month, and other events on the road, as well as your voicemails. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of the WDW Radio Show. recent and I think very exciting trend at Walt Disney World is to take the concept of story and interactive entertainment experiences and bring them beyond just the parks and resorts but into restaurants, making them true dining experiences. And I think we're starting to see really a shift in that direction. And one of the new locations that I have been so excited and so looking forward to trying has been Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar in, I gotta get used to calling it, Disney Springs taking one of my favorite movie franchises and my favorite pastimes, which is eating, and combining them both together. But I had to wait for just the right time and just the right combination of uh, friends and Tony to get together and do a a live dining review. So I want to uh, welcome you, the listener, around the table here in the diving bell at Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar. Let me introduce you to some other people around the table. Um, You know him. You may like him, not necessarily love him. He is, of course, Tony Caggiano. Uh, hey, how's it going? <laughs> uh, you know him from Wayback Machines and uh, DSIs and the Main Street Gazette. He is Ryan P. Wilson Matua in the flesh. I thought the food would be here already. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I just got here. Slow down. Slow down. Um, Michael, I have no name for you, Berrigan. Good morning. 
<laughs> Jeremy Marks. Howdy how. Of Disney History Institute fame. That's right. D23 legendary presenter. Yep. And all around, nice guy. Wow, you get a round of applause. Thank you, thank and um, Jimmy Styles. You're not just Jimmy, you're Jimmy Styles. It's like one word, like share. May the force be with you. Wait, wrong and franchise. Al- and also with you. But, but listen, you know, it's, it's, it's smart that you said that because I, I always said, you know, half jokingly around that when Disney acquired, um, you know, Marvel and Muppets and Pixar and then finally the Lucasfilm franchise, I mean, I think we're all somewhat around the same age. They really sort of acquired all of our childhood and young adult, you know, loves and influences on our lives like Star Wars. And we wondered what potentially was going to happen. We'd heard all about Star Wars Land and the, the new films. Didn't know what was going to happen with the Raiders of the Lost Ark franchise. And then I think we were all pleasantly surprised when we hear the announcement of Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar. We, I think, collectively knew who it was. But Jock Lindsay, for a lot of people, is not necessarily uh, the most known character. Anybody want to sort of take a stab at defining who Jock Lindsay is, was, will forever be? Everybody's looking at Ryan. <laughs> yeah, that figures. So Jock Lindsay, uh, for... Film perspective was the pilot in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, and oh, look, we have. <laughs> oh, hey! Hi! <laughs> We're telling the story of Jock Lindsay. How about they tell us? Do you want to tell the story of Jock yeah. Lindsay? I'm actually interested in your story of Jock. Oh, so, let's hear Ryan's story no, and then James Ryan's and then gave the <laughs> and then to see one of James. We'll see how well yours compares with his. Oh, all right. So he is the pilot that you see at the beginning of Raiders of the Lost Ark, with uh, Indy getting him out with his pet snake Reggie. Um, but he has since gone on and been part of many other adventures, and that's kind of where we are now. Is the is his home base and where all those adventure pieces live? How's that sound? Well, not just is it his home base; it's where he actually lived. His loft is just the way that he left it when last time we saw him. It's actually pretty fantastic. Um, 1938, they're flying around. Jack was with Indy. I don't know why. I mean, he didn't like snakes. Why would he even be friends? Um, but, yeah, they were looking for the Fountain of Youth. They crash-landed not too far from Disney Springs. Um, found the little town. Got everything taken care of. Eventually, they found the Fountain of Youth. My gosh, Indy was furious. Because um, it's just like a tourist trap. And he thought it was a real thing. Um, blamed Reggie for the whole thing. Anyway, 19, uh, 1948 or so, they actually opened the hangar. Start working on the planes. I mean, we got a... Disney Springs is coming up. We have to make sure that all the boats that are bringing the product to the boathouse are making their product fly around the world. We have the trains coming out. We have the bottling company. Nowadays, I think they turn it into Morimoto, some restaurant. Um, it's actually really cool. We've got a lot of restaurants these days. But uh, 1955, everyone was coming here and hanging out. So 1955, they just kind of rebarred some concrete, made it a bar, stopped making the planes. Um, we still have the really cool Lamar ceiling and everything. But you don't see too many of those in Florida. So, But yeah, it's been like that for quite a while. Jock's a member of the Society of Explorers and Adventurers. He's been a member forever, actually. The menu we have was the banquet from when he became a member. He's also a member of the Adventurers Club. A lot of his friends used to come here. Samantha Sterling, Hathaway Brown. Yeah. And the Accu's Ice Company lent, them, lent us their ice machine. That was kind of cool. Makes the spheres for a Hail Marty. So I guess nothing wrong with your story, but I like mine more. <laughs> I like yours more, too. That's awesome. Like, we're all looking at you like, this is so cool. <laughs> hey, 
You should know that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, man, that's the thing. The the attention to detail here and the story here. You when you first walk in, I think a lot of us, you know, you you sort of meander to your table because you look around and there's so much to see here. And it was just look. I, I love how they tie it into the former adventurers clubs or the, the society of uh, adventurers and explorers, sort of uh, referencing back to old Disney Springs. Di- sorry, downtown Disney and Pleasure Island. But as you look through, there's so much cool stuff on the walls. Any of you guys get a chance when you walked in to look around, see anything, look yeah. for anything? What'd you find? Um, I found the hidden R2D2 little on the wall over there. You know they can't. When you say over there, they can't see where you're yeah, pointing. Uh, well, yeah. And <laughs> when you walk in on the left hand side by the tables, okay. it's spelled out um, R T O slash D two. Just a little. Hint isn't there? Is there a? Isn't there an Obi Wan reference right by there too? I think so. Well, I know there's the Club Obi Wan on the coasters. Yeah, I want to take like thirty of these coasters oh, yeah. home because they're awesome. I make wallpaper. I found the uh, medallion from Raiders of the Lost Ark. No. Yes. So that's that's in there. So the temple from the staff of Ra. Yes. <laughs> um, and obviously, Club Obi Wan is a, is a reference to the the film franchise as well. Same thing too. Look, even you know, there's a, a variety of different coasters. Um, the South Seas Club is from Rocketeer. Nice, Rock-tier. I dig. The Python Bar. It's talking about Tony's Arms. No, La Cantina di Python, Caracas, Venezuela. I don't. I don't know. I have no idea what that's from. We're gonna have to ask them. And. Le Lapin. It's from Paris. Montmartre Cabaret. I'm not sure where that's from either. Anybody? We got questions. We have questions. They're going to have answers. Um, and I think we'll maybe on the way out we can walk around and, and talk about it because there's a lot of little hidden things through here. It very much has uh, an adventurous club type feel. And if this recording sounds, is there an orange bird in here too? Have you seen him? Yes, I found it last time. I forgot where it is. Did you see him? Did you see him here, or did you see him on the Google? <laughs> um, and if this sounds a little echoey, it's because we're actually sitting in this giant like diving bell. It looks like the rocket that you would have seen like Jules Verne take off on. And, and I think when people walk in, they don't necessarily know what it is, but it almost makes it, it... We've been talking about places like the Edison that's coming here, that sort of authentic feel. That's the kind of thing. I mean, you see the exposed copper pipes and, and the dials and the buttons. There's pictures on the wall of not just Jock, but some of the other members of the Adventure Club. You guys find anything else in here, too? I was looking up at the loft area where Jock lived, and you can see where Reggie has apparently gotten out, and he's loose, and he's wandering around the bar somewhere. And Reggie is? Reggie is Jock's snake. And also the name of? The boat outside. Yeah, because so there's seating inside. There's probably seating for... What would you say? 50? 50 people, 50 people yeah, here? 50. There's an outside... There's a really, really nice uh, outside patio right on the water. And then there's also um, Jock's boat, which is Reggie, so you can sort of sit in there and feel like you're uh, you're literally sort of dangling out over the water. Yeah, it's really cool. I was excited when I found out they were doing this because you see these properties and these characters coming into Disney World. And for me, it's nice that it's not... Not that I don't enjoy like a T-Rex cafe style where it's kind of catering to the kids or an in-the-park um, option, you know, an in-the-park restaurant. This is really different. It's a bar. Like, we're going to get into it later on with the different kinds of snacks and appetizers and good stuff like that. Oh, we're going to get into oh, it. Oh, we're going to oh, oh, we are going to get into it. But I like that it's a different offering. It's something that they don't have here. You know, it's, it's catering. Families are in here. We're sitting here, and there's kids sitting all around. But it really caters to, it has a more adult feel to it. 
when I like that, something different. And I like the fact that they pulled from a relatively obscure, you know, instead of calling it the Raiders of the Lost Ark bar, they pulled, because I think it makes people who don't know the story talk to the cast members, and I love, again, and I think this is what we're starting to get into. We saw it in places like the Adventures Club. I think we're really going to see it when the Star Wars land, whatever it is, where the cast members are so deep in character that they talk about Jock Lindsay like he was a real person. Yeah, you can look. Yeah, you can look around the, the trophy case on the wall, and I went and looked at some of them. These are all air races that Jock has won. So you can go and you can try, kind of set. Okay, in 1938, he was in Ohio, and you have all these years, and you kind of start set, setting that character's whole story. Whereas we know a lot of indies, now we're getting a lot deeper into other into some of the more obscure characters. I mean, you also have a lot of real historical references too, like the Bessie Coleman uh, banner up there. Most people don't know she was the first African American female pilot. So there's a lot of real historical stuff in here, too, mixed in with the story. That's nice. Look at you dropping the knowledge on who Bessie was. I'm a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know there's a lot of references, too, to, you know, locations around the world, um, you know, the Luxor and, and Singapore. Um, I don't know where that Le Lapin Agile, that, that location in, in France is. Um, we saw that the town was Montmartre, but I don't know how it sort of ties in. Other than maybe it just was a place for, you know, uh, people to come and socialize or sort of that old-style explorers club in, uh, in France. So one question I do have, though, is I came in here. We know India is a big influence on this. How many of the props from the shows are also within this place? I, I've seen several, obviously, like I said, the medallion. We have the boat up there. Uh, that I believe is also from uh, the first movie. So there's there's a lot of items that, to look up, and make sure you look up when you're in here. Don't just look around side to side, but look up and all around, because there's going to be items everywhere. I know there's references to Short Round and Willie Scott from the film um, that I'm looking for, and supposedly there's a, a mention of things like the Holy Grail. Maybe we can even ask uh, our, our server, because he probably knows uh, a, a lot more than we do. But the reason why we're here uh, is simple. It's not just to talk about the decor and the nice coasters, but to really get into, I mean, really deep, deep into the menu. Because the one other thing I think that we're starting to see, too, is for for a number of years, I think a lot of the, the food offerings, especially at some of the, the quick services and lounge, were very similar uh, across the board. And we're seeing a wide variety of new types of food coming in. Right, James? I don't know what you're saying. Uh, we, I wish we were, I think rather enclosed. It is, uh, it's, it's closed and echoey, but I dig this, man. I dig, so we were just talking about just how well-themed and all the, the neat artifacts and tributes and references that are in here. Any, um, any really cool ones we should look out for? Well, I, all due respect, I do want to make one correction. There are no artifacts here. Um, they're in museums where they belong. Um, but we do have some pretty cool stuff around. Like Dr. Elsa left her lighter here. Um, we have some voodoo dolls from something somewhere. I don't know. All I have to do is scream. Why? All, you're supposed to say all I have to do is squeeze. Yeah. Wow. We exist in the modern day. <laughs> Things change. Um, but we know that there's some references to some of Jock's and Indy's um, other adventures here on the walls and maybe up in the rafters. Well, yeah. We have equipment from all over the place. Um, we also have a map of their adventures on the wall right over there. So maybe you can help us out, because we know that uh, we know the reference to Club Obi-Wan. We've seen it. We feel like we've been there in the South Seas Club. We're not quite sure the uh, the significance of the Python Bar and Les Lapines. 
<laughs> Le Pat Angil. Um, well, Jock traveled. He picked up coasters. And that's about it. Okay. <laughs> Everything else he... Yeah, he traveled. He picked up coasters. I mean, our, our silverware doesn't match. He wasn't one for matching. He doesn't care. So. Yeah, I'm easy going guy. I mean, if you can't tell, I'm leaning against a wall. So it's pretty easy going. And I dig, like, your whole sort of uh, sleeveless bomber jacket thing you got going on there. I dig it, too. Like, the one, that's all I have to say about that. Uh, the one thing I would love to see, it, and uh, I'm um, I'm looking for my Jock Lindsay's T-shirt. Does Jock have any like souvenir T-shirts? Not that I know of. I mean, I don't know what he does. I mean, frankly, he's out exploring the Great Unknown Mystery at the moment. So, it's with Wuhan. Yeah, yeah as close as we can get to Jock is seeing his picture uh, in his uh, signature Yankee cap on the wall. Portrait. Portrait. Sorry. Portrait. Um, but we want to get <laughs> we want to get into the menu, which is in his um, pilot's logbook, dated June of 1936. Uh, he says, "Jeff, there's a note." Says Jeff, "Check out what I found out in the old hangar office. Looked like Jock's been around the block a few times, but our customers would get a kick out of it." Um, on the inside page of the menu, which I said, the food offerings here are different than I think anywhere else. And as we start going through what the uh, what they're called, I think you'll see why. Uh, the first item is goat cheese stuffed dates served with Marcona almonds and pickled vegetables. Safe for the whole family, and they're known as good dates. <laughs> Bad dates. <laughs> um, and d- don't worry about picking anything, because we're going to order them all, obviously. Uh, the rolling boulder sliders are three spicy meatball sliders. You had me at spicy meatballs. Served with yogurt, sli- yogurt sauce. Uh, the good dates are $9. These are $13. A snack of raw salads and dips with injera and non-chips designed to satisfy a well of souls at $12. Air Pirates pretzels. I've had these before. I dig these a lot. A flight of everything pretzels with house-made mustard and beer cheese fondue. That's $10.50. The Tannis Tacos, a Lost City specialty filled with falafel, shredded lettuce, and cucumber tomato salad. That's also $10. Dr. Elsa's Shrimp BLT Flatbread, which I think, Michael, you said is a, it's a new item on the menu. They replaced uh, something. Deviled eggs, pickled beet deviled eggs that were here last month when I was here, but I don't see them anymore. And I've heard a lot about the deviled eggs, so I'm kind of, yeah, I was kind of disappointed. Uh, this is a, what's that say, Jimmy? Shermula spice shrimp. Some type of bacon, arugula. Newski's bacon, uh, arugula, roasted tomatoes, and basil pesto. That's $16. You had, yeah, I think we had everybody at bacon. Brody's brats are grilled bratwurst served with mustard and pickled cabbage. Worthy of a museum at eight fifty. Uh, Lao Che's Revenge Spicy Asian Sticky Wings, direct from Club Obi Wan. Everybody sort of nodding their heads at that one. And squid. Why did it have to be squid? At twelve fifty, you get fried calamari or galamad for me and Tony with uh, her aioli. <laughs> um, you know what you said the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing it for Jeremy. Uh, so when you see the menu. What um, what sort of pops out right off the bat? Well, I've had the pretzels before, and they're phenomenal, but I really want to try uh, Brody's Brats this time and the uh, Rolling Boulder Sliders. For me, Sliders and also Ochao's Revenge, the uh, the wings. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the mood for some wings today, too. Yeah, the left side of the menu and definitely the wings. I'm all about the wings. <laughs> No, I'm on the sliders and the wings. Like that's that's where it's at for me. Tony, you're just gonna have a little side salad, just a little nosh, just a little something, <laughs> a side salad, a glass of water. No, everything looks great. I'm like I'm intrigued by the dates. I really like to see different stuff. 
stuff you don't see anywhere else, so I'm excited to see that. Too. And the good, the good thing is, too, that they adjust the menu. Like, I guess if some stuff isn't selling or, like, some people don't care for certain things, they do regularly change the menu. You see that a lot of the, the, these smaller lounges and bars and stuff, too. So, so probably, the, probably the better appropriate answer is yes. Yeah, just yeah. everything here. And I know it's it's silly and it's, it's a throwaway, but I really like how th- that they took the time and the effort to really theme this method. I mean, even on the second page when you get into the drink menu, you see sort of aircraft identifications OB-1. So, I mean, there's lots of little, you know, cool reasons to kind of keep and go through your menu. And the fact that they take the time to do that, um, I, I think is really neat as sort of a, you know, a guy who loves, uh, like you guys, the, the details and the stories. And if our good friend Steve Drew were here, he would look at the menu and just say yes. <laughs> So, speaking of saying yes, um, this is a um, it's a hangar bar and lounge. So, obviously, the menu contains more than just one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different uh, appetizers to share or eat by yourself. There is a wide variety of drinks, and this is what I was saying before. There are a lot of drinks that are unique to this location, and that's what I, I really like. The fact that I'm starting to see is that Michael is turning my. <laughs> you're going somewhere. Oh, you're going right to... You, you skipped the first, like, eight pages and right, went right to the, the cool-headed monkey. According to the locals, this chilled rum concoction makes a fine punch, and it is served in a chilled monkey brains cup. It, is, it features star African rum, Vanderhum tangerine liqueur, fresh lime juice, watermelon, and pineapple juice. And if I go all the way back, there's also the anything goes... I, I mean... Jimmy, you can get that because I like the little glass with the anything. You just want to see me drink the pink drink. I do, but I like the, <laughs> but I like what it's served in. It's served in a martini glass shaped like Willie's cocktail dress, and it's a nice uh, period specific uh, drink name too because it's cold water. Anything goes. It's right from that time period. The song, and what's in it? Uh, I don't know. That's new, I think too. It is uh, by Joe Dragonfire Spirit, which I have no idea what that is. Fresh lime juice, passion fruit, and pineapple juice. I think we may have to try it. We do it. Uh, it and I, I like the little story. It reminds me of a chili, a chili shower girl I once met at Club Obi Wan. Shower, shower, shower girl. Whoa! What did I say? Shower. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so clearly, I have it. a pearl vision. <laughs> <laughs> pearl vision. <Whatever>. <laughs> um, we'll go to the arcade right after. Um, it meant it, <laughs> <laughs> this martini needs no <laughs> antidote. Leave me alone. I have no. I've had no breakfast in anticipation of this live review. Nobody believes that. Shorty's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me rephrase. I had one breakfast only. Uh, Shorty's Singapore Sling uh, got this drink idea from a cute kid on the streets of Shanghai. After I realized he slinged all my cash, a bedtime story. Uh, legend has it this archaeologists have seen have been seen chasing this recipe for centuries. The non-alcoholic antidote. There's lots of beer. There's also sake on here, too. You don't see sake necessarily on a lot of the restaurants. Yeah. The uh, Jovito Mojito. Balls. I can't pronounce anything. You look at a lot of the drinks, too. They're broken up into different regions, too. You have, like, drinks from Latin America. You have, like, New York hot club drinks. And you you have uh, more Asian-centric stuff. You have sake. And then you have Scottish stuff, I guess, for his dad. I mean, Indy's dad. So... And it looks like some of these are served in um, souvenir glasses as I well. Think right now, the only souvenir glass they have is the cool-headed monkey, of which I already have one. Why does that not surprise me? 
Uh, there's also a Reggie's Revenge. My Nautilus at home. <laughs> <laughs> the first step in, is admitting you have a problem. Uh, Reggie's Revenge is his signature cocktail with an extra little kick, kick from my pet snake, Reggie. It's Florida cane, Orlando orange vodka, Midori melon liqueur, white cranberry juice, and fresh lime juice. It almost sounds healthy because there's lots of fruits in there, too. <laughs> Uh, the Fountain of Youth, the non-alcoholic diving bell. So, I, and I do like the fact that there's a wide variety of non-alcoholic drinks in here as well, too, because you don't need to be, um, you know, a, a drinker or, or 21 to come in and not just enjoy the the location, but enjoy things off the uh, off the menu as there well. There's also something else that Disney's doing a lot of their uh, bars and lounges now too. They're bringing in a lot of locally crafted stuff like Cigar City from Tampa, Orlando Brewing, and a bunch of the different local breweries too. I've noticed at a lot of places recently. And is it me, or is this, is this menu huge? Like, this is a really big, big. menu. Yeah. Yeah. It's you large need, for a lounge menu. You need a few minutes to get through it. Yeah. And I see that he mentioned before the Hail Marty. Do we think that that's a Marty Sklar reference, or is there, is there a different Marty reference? Not that, everybody's, going to, everybody's going to Google and being an Alta Vista right now. To uh, Alta Vista. <laughs> did you to look it up. up on your Netscape Navigator? I didn't. Mozilla. I'm on Mozilla 1.0. Yeah, so. so if you flip to the back, it says Jock's Beverage Index, and it actually has over 20 custom crafted, you know, uh, cocktails just just uh, for this restaurant. And yeah, then they have flights and bubbles and white wine, and they have a full list. But there are over 20 custom cocktails just for this location. And if you're a beer drinker, there's. Um, there's got to be 20 some odd bottled and uh, beers and hard ciders, draft beers. Uh, sorry, uh, yeah, draft beers uh, and sakis, uh, red, white, rose, uh, dessert wines. You could do a flight, a scotch flight. You can also do a draft beer flight, signature libations. All right, so are we all going to get, um, we're going to get one of everything and then yeah. pick a drink and should we all maybe get different drinks so we can, uh, we can sip and, and snack our way around? All right, let's make this happen. Now I'm excited. We'll take this. We'll just. <laughs> and I think a, a prerequisite too to coming here, as uh, clearly you all got the memo this morning, is to wear stretchy pants. So I congratulate you all for for wearing and like Tony wore pajamas to uh, to, to Disney Springs today, which is nice. I even like the music. Like I, I think the period music in the background it very much reminds me of uh, the now long gone but not yet forgotten Adventures Club. Moment of James, it's not about what you can do for us. It's what about we can do for you. Because we want to make your life very easy today. Okay. We just want this. I'm pointing to the entire menu. All. I want. Okay. We'd like one of it all, please. One of all the food. One no. of all the food. And then... Uh, sorry? Eat a lot. Eat a lot. Eat a lot, yeah. So uh, is there enough room on the table for all of us? Or do we need like yeah. a second table rolled in? Um, and then Jimmy Styles. I'm going to have a Reggie's Revenge, please. Certainly. I'm going to do a Poisonless Dart. I'll try and anything goes. Mm. I'll do the Javita Mojito. And uh, I don't know. What else Somebody should I get? And I'll get the monkey head. You got it. Cool. Now, I, I want to make sure you know it's so popular with our guests right now. I don't have that specialty glass. <gasps> uh, so make it better. Okay. Sounds good. Oh, I'm making sad face. Chilled oh. <laughs> oh. monkey brains. I just wanted to be able to say that with the glass. Well, we can't serve those. The FDA said no. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> James, what else would you suggest in terms of cool signature beverages we should try? Cool signature beverages you should try. The Air Pirates Mule. It's a traditional mule, so we have ginger beer, we're using fever tree, a little bit of lime juice, and a fantastic bourbon. It's made just for Disney. Wow. It's not Disney Select single barrel. 120 proof, shrinks like it's 80. All right. You had me at mule. (laughs) 
<laughs> I have all the food. A Reggie's Revenge, Poisonless Dart, Anything Goes, Hovito Mojito, uh, the... What I just talked talk to you about, the Air Pirates Mule, and whatever you order. Come on. <laughs> no, whatever you order. Okay, whatever. Thanks. I'll go right up for you guys. Thank you. May the force be with you. He's good. Yeah, he didn't write any of that down. <laughs> He's got it all. Well, we also made... After we, I, now we, you just hit every button for every <laughs> menu. <laughs> all food, all things you drink. So I have a question. As long as we're talking Raiders of the Lost Ark and Indiana Jones, there are some uh, rumors and rumblings. There's a lot sort of happening at the same time, both on in the movie side of things and in the theme park side of things. We know that Star Wars Land is coming to Disney's Hollywood Studios. We don't know where it's coming. I- I'm curious about your thought about the Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular and the Outpost Shop. Do you think that'll stay? Do you think it'll go? Would you be sad to see it go? And if if it does, would you like to see something else Raiders of the Lost Ark themed come in? Well, one question is, do you think they have enough room with the New York Street and all that back area to just build instead of taking over part of the park that already exists? Or do they want to turn half the park into just Star Wars on its own? Yeah, I mean, there's... We, you don't realize Star Wars Land and Toy Story Land, I mean, that's a huge chunk of real estate. And obviously, Indiana Jones Spectacular, not just with the seating, but the onstage and the backstage is a really big piece of, of you know, prime real estate. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't I would be surprised to see Indigo. The, uh, the nostalgic in me would be bummed because I really enjoy it. But to be honest with you, I don't do it every trip anymore. It's something I grew up on, you know, um... Not that I was a little kid, but it's been here almost since the beginning, and I've been coming and seeing it. So even, part of me miss it, but I'm excited to see what's new. Even same with like Light Motors Action. It hasn't been here nearly as long, but it's one of those things, like most of us who come here somewhat regularly, only do occasionally now. So something new might be good. Yeah, I mean, I think I don't think there's be a lot of tears shed for Light Motors Action, whereas Indiana Jones, I think there's a, a, a nostalgia. I know, Ryan, you've gotten up on stage. You've been performing the cast. I've been coming here for however many years and I've never been picked once it must be that I don't fit into the costume I think you're not going to jump up on a bench and raise your hands around until they go okay yeah get the crazy man over here Um, I think part of it is going to see how this adventurer's theme kind of fits you know if if the adventure theme here with the hangar bar the SEA all that kind of starts to to gel maybe it sticks around maybe it comes into a new incarnation Um, I do think they're going to you know once you have Star Wars and once you have Toy Story in then maybe we'll start to see, okay, this is what Indy's going to become because you can now then shutter that attraction and have people divert it someplace else and not have people just standing around in the park. So in terms of the, of the films, you have the trilogy and then the abomination, uh, the, <laughs> the other one, the fan-made film. Um, we've heard rumors about another Indiana Jones film. Is the fran- Should the franchise just rest in peace or do we uh, do you try and get Harrison Ford back to, uh, to bring back the role of Indy? Oh, it, 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 it sounds like Spielberg's keen to do one and Harrison Ford's keen to do one to make up for the last one and hopefully that does happen they probably need to do it soon though I think yeah I think they do one more you know they're chomping at the bit to do it do one more and that's the redemption of it and then call it, that's the day yeah I agree I don't want to see a new Indiana Jones no you can't no right and you can't like reboot the franchise you can't uh, you know and I, and I wanted things like young Indiana Jones like to be really awesome um but I would love to see the... Fr- I, I would, you're right, I think I'd like to see one more, let it end on a high note instead of whatever no that more, other... No more nuclear explosions and refrigerators. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How different would that movie be and the, you know, the three Star Wars fan-made films if, if it wasn't for Shia LaBeouf and Hayden Christensen? I'm just... Very true. <laughs> <laughs> a poisonous start. A wise choice. 
Wow, raising your hand a little bit. I thought it was really. <laughs> No, I think Amarito is a little bit more dangerous, I'd say. Watch out. Oh. Definitely has some poison in it. Hope you know Yes. <laughs> Be careful of the dark. Hope you try to spin up the craziness. Anything goes? Right here. Thank you. How pretty. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> and Reggie's Revenge. I think you'll find it makes people a little bit huggy, so the rest of you watch out. <laughs> one more. Give this one to you. Just fly. Fly it. It flies. Yeah. Like an airplane? Like the airplane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice landing. Nice. Well done. Great. Well done. Great. <laughs> if I'm going to take a picture of all, we're going to take a picture yeah, of all these. Push uh, all yeah, push them all in nice and close. Oh, Tony's taking a picture. Uh-oh. What's that? Nothing. Move this back. Now I want to take a picture of all you freaks taking pictures. <laughs> So, they're cool. I mean, the drinks look cool, even without the souvenir glasses. So, uh, Jimmy, tell us about yours. I don't remember exactly what was in it. Hold on, let me... No, tell us about what it looks like. What do you got? It is a... I almost want to call it a rum runner glass with um, a really neat snake stir in it. Um, And it's green. (laughs) And, uh, Michael, you have a very tall, very pretty pink... uh, Pink stemmed martini glass, but Ryan, yours is uh, your, yours is awesome. Yeah, so I have the poisonless no no the Hovito mojito and it has a dart sir in it and some mint and it looks really interesting. So I'm assuming you can keep your stir, yeah? Like, I mean, yeah. I hope so because oh, we're gonna keep. <laughs> <laughs> because we're gonna take them anyway. But I mean, that's a neat thing. Like, even if you don't want to collect the, the glasses, it's cool to be able to come in and collect the stars. And that's what Disney's doing too. We saw it, I think, first at Trader Sam's in California, then Trader Sam's here. They are making. They, they've invented a completely new type of co- collectible. Because when you go to Trader Sam's, and I've seen you people at Trader Sam's, like you go and go back to order the different drinks so you can bring home the collectible. Gla- and Ryan, I know you have like a display of all your glasses at home. Yeah, I have a couple of like crate boxes, like shelving units, and I put all the tiki mugs that I have up there, and all the, and the stir sticks will go up there with them just the same. Yeah, and I, you know, Michael, you have the, the Nautilus, the Nautili, is multiple Nautiluses Nautili, uh, which is one of the most popular. Sweet. It's a huge, I mean, it's a, it is a gigantic drink, not necessarily meant for one it person. It weighs a couple pounds, too. Yeah. But uh, the, the, the nice thing is, too, when you do buy the collectible drinks, they'll serve it in the collectible mug, but they'll actually give you the receipt and you take it to the front. They'll give you a packaged up one in styrofoam and in a box and a bag that you can carry with you and perfect to take back on a plane, which is nice. So, yeah. But and they, can't, they can't seem to keep a lot of them in stock, though. Yeah. It's, um, like I said, the people. People are coming here because it's a collectible. I mean, just like some of the, the popcorn buckets, the same thing. We've seen some of the, the TIE Fighter buckets sometimes get sold out on really busy weekends. But they also rotate some of the glasses, too. I understand at Trader Sam's, they have different versions of zombie heads. So now you have to go and go back to uh, complete the full set. All right, let's try them. Let's try them. Let's sort of just go around the horn, and uh, I'll go... I'm going to go clockwise just because Jimmy's sitting to my left with his... Fancy that's little Reggie's Revenge. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. It's a little sweet. But it's like a, it's a Orla- uh, Orlando orange vodka, Midori melon liqueur, white cranberry juice, and fresh lime juice. That's good. It has a little tartness to it. It's tasty. Okay. I actually went with a non-alcoholic drink. It's a poisonless start. It's a really good. It's got a good minty flavor, really good lime. It's a soda. It's really, I, it looks like a salad in a glass, but it's really, really tasty. <laughs> I have the Anything Goes. It's actually quite good. It's very sweet and very tart. 
I'm not Just exactly sure. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure what the liquor is. It's called Fire Spirits. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but it's very good. Is it like one of the ones in um, Trader Sam's that's got that little bit of like spicy heat to it no, at all? No, it's very it's very very sweet, very tart, but very, very good. What are you, Wilson? Um, you really get the, the strong mint and the lime. And it's a, I would say this is probably one of the more uh, strong drinks, but it's delicious. Tony, you'll be carrying Ryan home at the end of the day. Yeah, mine is uh, mine's no slouch either. It's it's good. It's fruity. It's got the tangerine. It's uh, got a lot going on. But um, you don't. This you got to be careful with this one. You don't taste the alcohol until later on, and you're like, oh, there it is. <laughs> And I got the uh, the mule, and I'm a Moscow mule fan, so I was interested in trying this. And they have the proper mug for you too. So. Yeah, yeah, it's served in the in the like uh, cold copper. Oh, that's wow, that's nice. I've never had one with that, yeah. before. I'm gonna have to try that. And I'm not normally like a, a bourbon kind of guy. Bourbon's obviously a, a stronger liquor, but you're, it's I mean that's smooth. That's really really nice. That's strong, but good. And strong <laughs> like you. It's strong. But, oh wow, I like that a lot. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. Oh wow, that's good. All right, get your hands off my mule. Yeah. You want to try this? <laughs> Put the pinky out. That <laughs> <laughs> was very delicate and dainty. It's, it's what I do. No. Um, yeah, that's really good. It's like spicy it has yeah. a spice to it. And I've I've had a mule on your suggestion at the uh, Grand Californian, but it's very different than that. So yeah. that's really nice. Oh, oh, look at this. This is nice. I'm coming back with the rest. So the uh, wow! Oh my gosh, you can smell that. So the first two things we got were the um, the the shrimp sort of flatbread and the pretzels. I've had the pretzels before, and I dig these a lot, man. It's it served in a wireframe um, airplane, and they're sort of stacked on top. There's six large pretzels. They almost look more like everything donuts. bagels, yeah, or, or donuts. And there's the two um, the two different sauces, dipping sauces on the side. You want to like start or wait till everything comes at the same time? Americans <laughs> like. Space room, it might be maybe yeah, it's easy. All right. Out of the way. She said she's coming right back where everything else. All right, let's. Uh... Oh, so look at these sort of like canteen style. Uh... Here it comes. There you go. Oh. Where's oh. Make room for daddy. Look at that. Oh, look at those brats. Oh. Oh, that's nice. Wow. And what did you say when it came in? It was. It came in. The dates were served in a tagine. She took the top yeah. away, and uh, yeah, wow, it's beautiful. And there's um, <laughs> there's a lot of food here, and we only have four. <laughs> so far, like mechanic rags, rags, mechanic rags. Yeah, mechanic rags for the napkins. And none of the silverware matches, like we said. No. Oh yeah, they're right. all kind of all over the place. My matches. Oh, yeah, so I've got a matching set of silverware. Oh, God. Oh, they did it wrong. Here's matches. I'm trying to... Uh, we're trying to record and take pictures and not dig in all at the same time. Here we go. Hello, Whoa. Hey. Hello. Awesome. Wow. Sweet. So that's my stuff. What are you clowns going to eat? One, two, three, four, five, six. We need to start eating fast. because we a couple more on their way out. Thank you oh, all yeah. very much for coming. Thank oh, thanks, Jeff. Trying all of our stuff. Yeah. Well, all of Jack's uh, wow. favorites, I should say. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make room. Oh, yeah, we'll make room. 
What's that? This is the snack of raw. It's snack of fantastic. Raw. We on the bottom we have some injara bread. It's an Ethiopian fermented bread. It's kind of used like tongs traditionally mm-hmm. for the basara dip, like a green fava bean hummus. It looks like guacamole. It's not, but it is spicy. Um, a slightly sweet chilled eggplant stew, chicken durrell, very, very well spiced, and uh, kind of this Mediterranean feta salad, um, and some non-crisps, plenty of cilantro. I encourage you to spread it out and try everything with the cilantro as well. That's nice. And so may help if you're not one to, like, roll things up. Try it. It's good. Awesome. Thank you so much. One more thing. <laughs> oh, we're almost there. We'll make it work. Come on. Here we are. I'm so happy it was squid. Everyone grab a pretzel so we can get Yeah. You've got to keep the sauces. Don't lose the sauces, man. No, 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 amateur. Okay. Did you say I'm not an amateur? Oh, I wanted to take a picture. Oh, well. I got one. We need to take a picture of everything. All the food and all the drinks? Yeah. Any questions on the menu? Uh, Chef, this looks amazing, and, and yeah. thank you for coming out and uh, and sharing this with us. Um, we saw the menu and literally couldn't decide, so we figured we're gonna we want to try one of everything. Yeah, one of nine items and across the board. <laughs> well, where else then basically can you go where you can get food from five different continents across the world? You know, the whole theory is Jock and Indy uh, traveled the world, and uh, they picked up different bits, bits and pieces and parts of uh, of our menu as they uh, made their ventures. You know, so from Germany, Europe, South America, um, Asia, European items, uh, and of course a little bit of Florida as well with our uh, Gulf shrimp. So uh, please enjoy, and we're pretty happy with the way everything came out, and uh, just love everything that uh, we're able to do here. It looks beautiful. More importantly, maybe it's good that we're sort of in the enclosed belt. It smells like, yeah, as soon as it came in, I mean, you can smell, I can't even speak, you can smell the the, the spices on here. I'm I'm weeping. I'm so happy. And don't worry, you're in the dive bell, so it's like a cone of silence. Nobody in this part of the world even knows you back here. But by all means, enjoy. I see you got a Reggie's. That's one of my favorite. Anything goes. It's really good also. Yeah. We, we tried one of all the different drinks, too. This way we get a full uh, flavor spectrum. Absolutely. Well, very nice. Enjoy Excellent. your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for coming out. Appreciate it. Take Thank care. you. Bye now. Yay! <laughs> okay, so. All right, wait a minute. I, 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 somebody take a picture of this first. I got, I got, Do we have like a I top down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look. Get one from up here. No, I got one from Tony's small. <laughs> Can I get one from up here? <laughs> get a picture of Tony taking a picture. Oh, yeah. We have a yeah, big table, and this table is awesome. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gosh, I wish you were here, like sitting with us. Not that there's any more room at the table, but uh, this is the way to do it, man. Like we were, yeah. we were talking the other night. Like we love going to Sanaa and just getting out. What? I'm excited. Just ditch the wife. <laughs> sneak into the dive bath and order everything. <laughs> but no, man. Like this is the oh, way to do suggestion. it. Like you just get a bunch of friends and get a bunch of food and, and you snack and, and share. I mean, th- dude, what? Do you, I need to know what that get, was. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? It's an almond. It's like a toasted almond. It's almond. Bad dates. Mm. Bad dates. <laughs> These are good dates. These are good. Oh yeah. All right. Let's do. Um. I think we should do. Can we do one at a time so we can? Since we got pretzels in our dishes. The pretzels have two different sauces. A white one and a mustard. What are the pretzels? And it's a beer cheese fondue. Oh, is that the thing that's right here? No, that's the mustard. I believe. I think this. Or I don't know. All the mustards over there. I don't know. Okay. 
I'm going to start. Mother. Oh yeah! Oh, that's I'm so good. excited. I haven't been this excited since I announced. I haven't been this excited since breakfast. Um, I like this because, like, when I get like a, a bagel, I get the sesame seeds and the poppy seeds and the onion, and it looks like that's what it has. It looks like there's um, sesame seeds and black sesame seeds. Everything pretzel. And that uh, that mustard's got a nice little zip to it. Some rye on there too. It looks yeah, good. Yeah. It's got rye. But what kind of mustard is this? Spicy. Spicy, yeah. It's a spicy mustard. Sweet and spicy. I think I heard what kind of mustard is this? Yes. Uh, mustard made with sweet water 420 and brown sugar. Oh, brown sugar. Yeah, the sweet water 420 really gives it a punch. Yeah. Uh, the beer cheese is made with Stella, and I can't get enough of it. Where's the beer che- Where's that? Come on, Barrigan. I have a little alligator arms, man. You gotta help me out. It's, it's actually a problem. There's never enough for anything that I try to do because I don't oh. do anything in life. I'm <laughs> using it like a spoon. Oh, my, I want to do my fingers in that thing. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, that sauce is amazing. The fondue dip, that's awesome. That's insanely good. Hold on. Bring that back here again, brother. No, we're, we don't have any more. You don't like it. I would choose that over the mustard. The mustard's good, but this fondue dip is awesome. Wash that down with a little mule. Mm-hmm. Oh. I could do that all day long. We're gonna. Longest restaurant review ever. By the way, if you're listening hungry, I would put the I would put it on pause, go eat something, eat again, and then come back. I'll probably be back this week because once my wife sees the photo from this, I'll yeah. have to come back. <laughs> I'm gonna be back tomorrow night. And my wife will be like, "Hey, no, wait, we I can do this again this week." I'm perfectly <laughs> yeah. happy with that. Tomorrow night. All right, I don't want to get too full and eat my entire pretzel. Did, by the way, did you want did you want a sip of a salad? A sip of the, I do want to actually sip your salad. Try it. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. Oh, so I, I know we overuse the word. It's it's refreshing, like it's nice and like cool and minty. It does. It it almost has like a, a cucumbery minty taste to it. Where are we going next? That's what, uh, yeah, yeah, enough with the drinks. Let's get to the food. Point at something. Let's go with the squid. Why did it have to be squid? Because it's sitting right in front of me. Fried calamari mm. <laughs> <laughs> with harissa aioli. aioli. How did I say it? Aioli? aioli. Is that this? Yes, yes that's how we aioli. say it. All right, I'm just using my fingers. I don't care. Yeah, We're all friends here. Well, except, except for short arms over there. Everybody else can reach us. So... As somebody who comes from an Italian background and likes to eat fried food, look at Jeremy going right for the tentacles. Yeah. Wow. I thought we'd have those ourselves. Um, you know, the one thing about, about fried galamad is it's not just the, the 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 level of the fry on the outside. It's how well you cook it. Because if you cook it too long, it can get very tough, very rubbery, and very chewy. There's also uh, hot peppers fried in there mixed in too. I just oh, got yeah. one really good, like the vinegary peppers. <laughs> oh yeah, and you like your you like your stuff spicy. So the first thing I notice is it's not a very heavy fry on it. So it's not a, um, it's a it's very light. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a temporary matter. <laughs> if you don't want any of this, I'm going back for seconds. Mm. That tells you how it is. So like, and there are um, seconds on everything. So. And like the tentacles up on top, that's a they're big. Like these are not little. Tiny little things. I like that they have the tentacles. A lot of places you go seem to just have the calamari rings, like very dark. But this is fresh. Mm-hmm. You can tell it's fresh calamari. It's cooked perfectly. 
I really like that harissa aioli. It's almost like a harissa kind of mayo, maybe. Yeah. It's, it's got a little bit of heat to it, but... I appreciate you all I'm eating very, the tentacles off the plate. I'm going to grab one of these peppers and try to... There's one tentacle up to one. Oh, yeah. Luke, did you get your tentacle? The tentacle's all you, brother. You had those? Luke? I did not, but I'm, I'm good to see... No, no, no. No, I, I don't want them. You have them. Dude, I don't want the tentacles. You don't want it? All you, man. Mmm. And you know what? There's a ton of calamari in there. Like that's a that's a big that's a really big portion. Yeah, there's plenty there. I mean, it's made to share. You can tell. Curious, I'll be with the pepper and the calamari together. That's like almost like a dinner sized portion of calamari. They do work. That pepper adds a, a lot to that. You don't. Oh, you don't do that, do you? Oh, yeah. Oh, you don't do that. Oh, bummer. Who brought Wilson along? All right. <laughs> One more, and then we'll move on, because I'm going to end up getting full. But they're good. That's really good. Something to smack on later. Mm-hmm. Oh, man down. Oh, man down. Somebody want to lick Michael's elbow? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go to the, um, this is a nice, easily shareable thing, shrimp too. BLT the, the, the shrimp BLT flatbread, Tony? Yeah, so it's Dr. Elsa's shrimp BLT flatbread, tremula spice shrimp, Nooski's bacon, arugula, roasted peppers, and a basil pesto. So it is a um, probably a... 10-inch long flatbread cut up into uh, what looks to be eight pieces. Probably each square is three inches. By th- so maybe my math is way off. Maybe it's 12 inches. Maybe it's like three inches by three inches. Has a lot of arugula. Really a nice piece of crisp. Oh, you smell the bacon? Shrimp, peppers. Throwing knives. That's delicious. I got to double down on shrimp. Ryan doesn't care for shrimp, but um, <laughs> basil. And I love arugula. It makes it a little spicy. Uh-huh. Perfect. The that's bacon is really good. Too. That's tasty. That's a really that good tasty. bacon. Yeah, that is really good bacon. Oh, that's a lot of flavor. bad bacon, though. <laughs> Let me talk. That is. So, like, it's got slices of uh, tomatoes in there, yellow yeah. tomatoes. It just the flavors are really, really good together. They're working well. And with the arugula, it's a vegetable. Right. It's awesome. So when you think about things that like layers of flavors, like the 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 more you sort of chew it, the more you sort of get different textures and flavors and cold and hot and sweet and spicy and smoky with the bacon. Wow, that's really good. I dig that a lot. There's two more. Tony's like, we're, okay. We're going to circle back to that. <laughs> you guys talk. I want to finish this. I want to actually finish this. Mm. I'm just going back to the peppers. Nobody wants to talk. <laughs> Everybody wants to eat. <laughs> Everybody's got a mouthful of food. I mean, that's... Mm. That roasted pepper on there is nice. Yeah, like I said, there's a lot going on, but it all works together. The flatbread's just crunchy enough. The, ba- the basil pesto is fantastic. Yeah. Now I'm going to Wow, that's really good. That's really, really good. It shows my chilled monkey. Oh, all right. Let me try your Anything Goes. I really like that. That is good. Oh. I'm not sure what the liquor is. I want to ask you. I'm a... What's in the Anything Goes? What's the... uh, It's Fire Spirit, it's called, so I want to ask you. I'm I'm comfortable drinking. The Anything Goes is Baijo Dragon Fire Spirit. 
It sounds like the name. <laughs> wow, that's nice. All right, one more piece of Galamad. And then just a clear, I want to clear my palate with some Galamad. Galamad. Where are we headed next? And I tore up the food globe. Ladies' choice. Um, Oh, I didn't even see them. James, we have a question. Yes. He has a question. Sure. What is the fire spirit? Is it a rum? Is it a... So, the dragon fire spirit, it's... The brand name is Baijiu. And it's Baiju. B-A-I-J-U. It's actually the most popular spirit in the world sold by volume. Um, it's mostly in China and countries surrounding China. It's a sorghum vodka, more okay. or less. The dragon fire flavoring of it, uh, that label is flavored with lychee and some chili peppers. So it has a little spice on the back end, a lot of sweetness up front. It's fantastic. I love giving it to people for the first time and then they take a sip, they're like, oh, this is wonder... What? It's kind of nice. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, it hits you sort of in different parts of the uh, of your palate too. All right, so you're right. Something else that, that's warm, let's move on to. You're saying wings? Yep. All right. So you, so you got loud, loud Chase Revenge, spicy Asian sticky wings, direct from Club Obi Wan. So you've got a um, sort of a I don't, I don't even know what what do you call that sort of serving? It's almost like a little a, little pan you'd use camping if yeah, you were gonna yeah. cook. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. A little brazier pan. Yeah. So first of all, so you got one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, yeah, man, there's, there's got to be maybe almost a dozen six, wings in here. Ten. They're ten. They're ten? Right. And they're big. They're, um, I'm going to have to hold them a quarter and eat these wings at the same time. Oh, my gosh. So the first, the first reaction was, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then, mm. yeah. That is a tasty wing. Yeah, there. Ryan, you made the yummy sound. Mm. And it's yummy. It's got a nice kick. It's sweet. It's cooked really well. Yeah. You can taste the soy and it finishes up a little spicy. It's nice. There's, some, there's something else in it too, like a little bit of spice too. I'm not sure yeah. what it is. But soy too. Yeah. All right, wait a minute. Chicken's nice and moist. Yeah, those are good. It's got a really good glaze on it. Get the oh, chef back yeah. out here. I'm going to give him a hug. <laughs> wow. So, first things first, texture wise, that same thing, that little bit of the crunch on the outside. Yeah. But it's really, I'm surprised. It's, it's super moist. Yeah. And it's. Um, that's a, there's a lot of meat on this little wing. This was this was a this was a feisty little chicken that we got. Sacrifice itself for our pleasure. Wow. Mm. A lot of flavor in them. Mm. Monkey brains too. Mm-hmm. And we're all like licking our fingers off to get that. Yeah, to get it all. That sauce is it almost like a like a hoisin like yeah, a spicy hoisin yeah. sauce? Yeah. Yeah. But you can definitely taste the soy. You get you get spice at the end. Not a lot. I wouldn't call them spicy, but no, that's good flavor. I mean, kids. Can it's not like hot like a no. no yeah. No. I mean, I wouldn't let my kids share this with me, but I would eat it myself. I would like to thank the chef for bringing this to my mouth. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Thank you. Um, all right. There's four left. Who wants one? I'm sorry. There's three left. I do. Who wants one? <laughs> I do. There were four. You guys have that. I'll have thank it. You. I'm a piece. Sure yeah, give it to give it to Wilson. He doesn't do the the, the shrimp thing. So, wow, this is really nice. James, these wings are insane. I know they are. They are insane. Well, and they're I mean they're <laughs> vengeful, vengefully delicious. Oh, that's I, I just made that up. Um, no, we use a little balsamic in it 
before that glaze oh, itself, yeah. balsamic soy sauce and sriracha. It's a lot of really Ooh. unique flavors being put together. It's just fantastic. That's a little neat finish with that. Yeah. Did you? Things like shadow steaks. Those are my favorite. The almonds are. Very sweet. Very good. Wow. I could eat. We have some more room now we can actually spread it. I could eat a lot more of those wings. Yeah. And I'm actually going to dip my finger in the pan because oh, I like it that much. Perfect. But that takes the fun away. Mm. Keep it classy, Lewis. All right, where are we headed? I'm, I'm just dipping, dipping <laughs> my finger. <laughs> I am literally licking the pan. So he said um, he said to go for the dates. Dates, all right. We got the good, good dates. dates. Okay, they're very sweet. Goat cheese, fi- goat cheese stuffed dates served with Marcona almonds and pickled vegetables, safe for the whole family. So he said that the date, he said that the almonds were like insane. So ha- there's some almonds that are just in there half. There's, there's five, so I'll cut one in half and half. All right, yeah. So there's five. Oh, look at that goat I'll cheese. I'll take half of that. Look, yeah. Small one. Ooh. All right, well there you go. If you're gonna take half, I'm gonna take a whole one then. So it's a um, it's a big date. Um, gosh, it's I mean larger than golf ball size dates filled with goat cheese in the middle. And I got an almond. Get an almond. Get my fingers. Get in my mouth. This one is a pickled vegetable too. Oh yeah. Wow. Mmm. Seriously, we need to hug the chef. Mmm. Yeah. Holy cow! Who thinks they're putting that together? It has some spice go. There's some spices. I mean, I don't mean spicy, but like a no, like cinnamon a, or nutmeg going on. Or something it. Like that, yeah. Cardamom. In the in the goat in cheese. The, in the actual goat cheese. In the goat cheese. And then you get the pickle of the vegetable, like it cuts it. Like, yeah. I'm gonna have another almond. Wow, that was good. Have the pickled vegetables with it. Yeah. All right, so take a fork full They're of pickled vegetables. The opposite of the date. Oh, yeah, so I'm taking the whole date now instead of half one. <laughs> the, 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 the vegetables are almost sharp, spicy. Yeah, oh, you like swallowed your date whole. You didn't even save any. No. Mmm. Mmm, a pickled vegetable here. Yeah, that pickled, yeah. wow, that's yeah. really good. And usually, you see that and you think it's more decorative. No. Than it's in. That's really good. I mean, you have to like goat cheese. It, it certainly has got a very unique flavor to it. I don't. I, don't I do. I, I don't think I could eat a whole plate of those myself. They're very sweet. There's a lot going on in them. Yeah. But it's good to share with a couple people. Exactly. It's a really good. Like I could. I could eat. Yeah. I could eat a whole thing of wings. Yeah. And I could eat a whole thing of galamad. But I think you're right about that being a uh, a, a really good, good sharing plate. Reset. <laughs> Take it down with a sweet. Yeah, that is. That's nice. It's almost. Um, yeah, that's the midpoint. It's almost as yeah. More, so yeah, it's a good midpoint for us. And we have or you can even finish stuff. off with something like that too, because it almost is sort of like yeah, a, a desserty yeah, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, because the date's so sweet. Kind of like the cheese for Yeah, so maybe we should maybe we should mix things up there with a little bit of uh, sausage. I see the the brat the, <laughs> the brat sitting in front of. Uh, Ryan. All right, so those are Brody's brats. Brody's brats, grilled bratwurst served with mustard. I got a mouthful of dates here. Sorry. <laughs> and he got a faceful. He's got a mouthful of dates and a faceful of hoisin sauce. <laughs> so it's grilled bratwurst served with mustard and pickled cabbage, worthy of a museum. Or my belly. So it looks like you get five really long. I mean, each of those brats is probably seven inches or so long. You got the cabbage, and you also get a little uh, gherkin pickle. You also have the little gherkin pickles with it, too. What are they called? Cornichons. It's a tiny pickle. Oh, look at you. Do you want to pass it around? Yeah. 
yeah. Ryan took for himself and just started eating. I told him half. All right, Jimmy Stodge, you got to help me out here, brother. If you could just uh, throw that half on there, a little bit of the mustard, and a little bit of that. Uh, yeah, put it on there. Why not? A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Nice. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh, what, so what did you got, That's Tony? The, the monkey? The cool monkey brain. Oh, cool, the cool monkey, monkey, monkey. I don't know. <laughs> cool monkey brain. It's the monkey head drink without the monkey. I've got some on my fork already. Should I think you want to touch your monkey? So, that's nice and a little dangerous because you don't really taste. Said, yeah. yeah, you yeah. don't really taste any alcohol. Afterwards, you can feel it. Like you get all warm in the chest. That's how you. <laughs> that's how you know what just happened. But you could uh, hurt yourself with those. But they're delicious. Can I have a small piece of your pretzel? I want to try it with stone ground mustard. <laughs> you're ser- oh, you're serious. Coach you want something? <laughs> you want something out of my plate? Coke in the <laughs> kidding. Has Jeremy not met me before? Does he? <laughs> So what did you do with my pretzel? Well, the uh, brat came with a stone ground mustard, and it is—it works really, really well with the pretzel. Actually, preferable over the other mustard that came with it, which was good. So you're mixing and matching here. Yeah. All right. There's still a sausage one. I grabbed a half, but I didn't have any. What kind of sausage is it? Pork sausage or something? Hmm. So that's different. It's not. It's a, it is. It's a bratwurst. It, is, it does not taste. It's not. I mean, we had sausage, a lot of sausage. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a, a German um, flavor. It's German sausage. You yeah. can tell it's spicy. Mm-hmm. Again, it's got that um, the, the spicy mustard to it, and a little bit of texture in the crunch with the uh, with the pickled vegetables. Well, mustard has a nice pop to it. Yeah, seeds. yeah. Sausage has a good snap. Like mm. you can see the mustard seeds in the mustard. I mean, it's you need to try the pretzel with that mustard. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. that part of it. Yeah. And there's a, again, there's a lot of food. I mean, I'm surprised. I expected maybe three or so pieces of brat, and it's not the um, it's not the really thick brat. It's a much thinner, almost like a breakfast sausage yeah. sized yeah. brat. Breakfast sausage size and thickness about seven or so inches in length, and you said there's five that came in there. So very good. Yeah. Also, too, if you look at if you look at the menu, you may think like from traditional appetizer, the price may be a little high, but you get a lot of food. We haven't finished any. I mean, other than the wings and the uh, the dates. I mean, there's a there's a ton of galamad left. I mean, I, it, 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 I mean, most of it's sharing size. Mm-hmm. We'll post little post photos, I assume, with the on the website, but. Like, some of the stuff we're coming to is huge. I mean, it's a big plate of food. It's more than one person could eat. But everything here would be good for sharing, or it would be... One of these would almost be a meal. I mean, the three sliders. Yeah, three sliders, yeah. 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 Three sliders. Is anyone tapping out? Everybody ready to... Tapping out? Forward? Yeah, wishful. <laughs> wishful. <laughs> wishful thinking there, uh, Skinny. All right. Somebody's going to have to cut these... I'll cut the sliders. Sliders in half. If you're tapping out now, you, you won't be invited back. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> So this is the. Um, Pretty much, I think what Jeremy had plus rum. Yeah, I think that. Probably. Oh, yeah. I'm a mojito guy. I like that. That's really nice. That's that's the one that came with the uh, collectible blow dart. Wait, just stick it in my hand. Stick it in my mouth when it cut it in half. 
Look at that. So, first thing, that is a... Um, that is a thick, that is a big slider, man. It's a meatball. <laughs> it is. It's like a giant meatball. And what are the? Uh, forgive me, what are these called again? They were uh, boulders. These are the rolling boulder sliders. Three spicy meatball sliders served with yogurt sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that is a tasty burger. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Good. There's some heat, man. Yeah, man. There's some yeah. heat. It's spicy, that's for sure. The smell is probably down. Yeah, I'm getting yogurt. Yep. And yeah. Seems like yeah, I'm going to say like pepper. Pepper. Like You get a lot of heat on the front of the palate there. Yeah. But I like that. I like a little bit of spice. I'm, obviously, it's cut a little bit by the yogurt. It's uh, that, yeah, that's, I mean, but I think nice. that's sometimes what you want. I think you don't want it to be very pedestrian. They say it's a spicy meatball, no, and you don't really get a lot. Hot, like, right, it's not. It's not so much that your face is turning red, yeah, you're but it's enough that fire. you really get sort of a, a deep flavor palette there. You also have a lot of restaurants too where they say it's spicy and you get it, and it doesn't even have you know any heat or any flavor to. These do. They're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not yeah. too much, but good. To get you salivating on the back end of your throat, like you're yeah. going to start. Yeah. It's enough that it's enjoyable. I don't like food that's so spicy that it overwhelms the the flavor of the meatball. Like you taste the meat here, Tony. Are you lick? Did you literally lick, just lick your plate? I just put the pickled vegetables on top of that, and then it. Yeah, that's why putting kerosene on fire, though. I gotta tell you. I think it says that we save the vegetarian hot. options for the end. Yeah. Wow. I um. I really like that meatball. That was a good meatball. I'm a and I'm a, like a meatball kind of guy. I miss the old meatball bar here, and you get three pretty hard. I mean, that could be a meal. That's that a pretty hard. I mean, that's a pretty hardy. Yeah. That would definitely be a meal. These things are large. That yeah. is. You gonna finish? They're not small meatballs. They're meatball meatballs. <laughs> I'm, I'm smelling something else in there, and I'm trying to figure out what it is. If you keep dangling that thing out there like like a football, I'm gonna rip it right out of your hands. <laughs> you still haven't tried a pretzel with the. With the I have. I've, so you want to do? The, all right. So you're cutting up the um, the tacos. In. And what are those called, Brian? Famous tacos. A Lost City speciality. Filled with falafel, shredded lettuce, and cucumber tomato salad. Oh, hello. Falafel. 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 Mmm. God bless the chickpea. That's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. That's a nice falafel. And it's healthy because chickpeas got like it's very high in protein. So I'm, I feel like I'm eating like a like a protein shake. I feel healthy. Get me, get me ten more of these. I'm feeling healthy. You're getting healthier as you eat it. See? But it's quite spicy at the end too. I just I was gonna say I was wondering if it was leftover spice from the, um, no, the meatball. No, it's not. This is on its own. That was also delicious. But see, I, that's what I want. Like I want to go somewhere, and like the chef said. You're getting flavors from five different continents. And like when you go to Sanar, when you go to Boma or Jico, you want something that is going to maybe push the limits of your palate a little bit and give you something that's a little exciting. That oh, that's good. I like that. We're gonna have to figure out how to rank these things. I'm not I'm not really sure. That's gonna be tough. hmm We might need to do it again. We can put them in, in proper order. It wouldn't be the first time we've done that. 
We went to kimonos a couple years ago, covered the table in sushi, and I told the waiter, do that again. <laughs> it cost us $1,600, but we did it again. America's Best called me and said, I think a, a small gang of hoodlums just sold your credit card. I'm like, no, yes. not just me and my friends. <laughs> well, that was just me and Tony. <laughs> and Glenn. So uh, the final thing on our table is a two-tiered mixture of, of non-breads and pita breads and dipping sauces. This is the something of raw? This is the snack of raw. Salads and dips with injera and non-crisps designed to satisfy a well of souls. So the injera is on the bottom. It's a softer bread. It's He said it's kind of a, a bread from Ethiopia, like a fermented bread. And then there's crisp naan on top. And it looks like uh, the salads are... I don't know what this one is. We should ask him back. But this is... that's egg, Okay, that's an eggplant salad. Almost, yeah. And then this one here is... Uh, what do you say the one? With beans? It looks like guacamole, but it's not. No, it's like a hummus. A fava James. beans, that's what it was. Fava. It was fava beans. Green fava beans. Could you help us out? We're just about to uh, tackle. This isn't the snack of raw. This is like the, the buffet of raw here. Like this is a this is a big plate of food. Could you take us through again what's on here? I, I have to disagree with you once more. Raw's like a god, so I mean like it's a snack to him. It's a snack. There's only one god, sir, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't eat like this. That's fair. <laughs> okay. Offering That's fair. It's an offering. We'll go with it. Um, so, the green is a basara. It's like uh, hummus made with fava beans. It's a little bit spicy. Plenty of cilantro for everything. An um, eggplant stew. It's a little on the sweeter side. A chicken doro. It's a colder Indian-style chicken. Uh, I think of it as a dip. I guess it could be called a sauce, but it's definitely solid chunks. Um, and a Mediterranean salad. A little feta, a little cucumber, uh, tomato. On the bottom, injara bread. Injara is a traditional Ethiopian flatbread. It's fermented and traditionally used, eaten as tongs. You pick the bread, grab whatever you're eating, and eat it. Um, of course, we don't tend to do that in America, so... We don't? Oh, I'm good. We don't Wait a minute. <laughs> I don't have silverware at my house. If this, if this table's going to, authenticity matters. So yes, do it. Is there one that you think pairs with the naan or the other uh, jar of bread better than the other, or mix and match? I think the chefs have made a very good choice to have them both available for all four sauces. Okay. Or dips. You can do that. Um, yeah. But it's fantastic. Look, you're doing it. Oh my gosh, they're doing it. Yeah, man, I'm doing I see some low drinks. Are we needing any refueling? I'm going to refuel it like Can I get a Hail Marty? Hail Marty? Absolutely. <laughs> oh. I just took the injara bread with the chicken, and that was fantastic. Not spicy, but a lot of spices going on. And the bread is really good. One thing you mentioned, though, is like, have cilantro with the different items. Mm-hmm. So, oh, that's going to get out of the way. Right. the little guy over there? I got, oh, yeah. oh, I got. Somebody eat that. Uh, well, she said the little guy. She was not talking I, about me. <laughs> Thank you. For one. Hey, now. Mm. I want to get some of that. With the non-bread, it's really good. That's what I'm going for. Chicken. I'm happy we're all friends. I'm just jamming my fingers in there. That chicken's nice. Oh, I just got I just got a little bit of heat. I was gonna say it's not spicy, and now I sort of feel it. Did you guys all get some of the anjara bread? Fava bean hummus. Break that in half, man. We'll, we'll, we'll share it. You want more bread? You know yeah, I like it because I don't usually yeah, use the word share. I know. Anjara bread? You must really like me. The fava bean hummus is cool. It's put some cilantro yeah. on it. Yeah. And after you eat it, you don't get any heat until it's long gone, which is kind of cool. 
haven't even made it to that yet. That chicken is amazing. That chicken's really that good. Like? Yeah, there's chicken, man. <laughs> but you better go fast. I had some more of that. Everybody's like, no, 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 no. There's like, everything's on top of a piece of bread, which I'm going to eat. I can't wait to get it. <laughs> <laughs> when you guys are done. We'll have to cut it all off. I'm going to roll it up like a burrito. burrito. <laughs> mm. That chicken has such a unique flavor to it. I can't even sort of compare it to anything. No. The eggplant. Wait, I didn't even see the eggplant. What the what? Right here. Wait a minute. Yeah. And we know eggplant. We've eaten enough of it this week. <laughs> we ate 11 pounds of it yesterday. <laughs> oh, there's the rest. <laughs> oh, don't don't totally loses. <laughs> That's good. Mmm. I can't get past the chicken. I just want to roll that up. Just like it looks now. Yeah. And again... You know, it's a uh, follow me, Hollis. The, um, the 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 bread that's underneath is probably yeah. a diameter of <laughs> ten inches or so. I mean, there's a lot of stuff packed onto that top layer. I mean, I should say there was before you <laughs> monsters ate all that you chicken. What are you talking about? Oh, I gotta get this before you got. And I'm gonna mix a little bit of this chicken. with this. Oh, so, the only thing I would say is this is probably not a good first date food. Um, if you're going out with, the, with somebody, that's not true. No, you think this is a good first date food? You want to see if they're going to want to eat all the same things that you want to eat. I know, yeah, but you're trying to be like nice and make a good impression. Jimmy, you'll, you'll, you'll really find the person's personality once yeah. you're trying to fight over what's on there. Like, if you take yeah. her out and she starts digging right in with her hands, you're like, you're like oh, this is, I'm marrying this girl yeah, right yeah, now. That's <laughs> got chicken. This one, this is a mess. It's got I'll take the mess. Hummus. This one's got eggplant and hummus. That one's got hummus eggplant. and eggplant. That one's got salad and eggplant. Just grab one. Oh, I knew Michael was going to put that. You want it? No. It's all yours. I need a, I need a shovel. What else is new? Oh man! Hey, you know what? Can you pass that mustard? Because I still have a little bit of pretzel bread. You gotta get that the cilantro on there too. That's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're obviously here for lunch, <clears throat> which is starting to turn into dinner based on how long we're here. But I think you could do this. I think this is a lunch, a dinner, or like a late night snack place. Without a doubt, and as locals, oh, like yeah. this is what Disney Springs I think is supposed to be. It's supposed to be a destination. Like imagine coming here with a couple of buddies, or, you know, or your family even, and sitting here and just spending a little bit of time taking in the atmosphere and snacking on some of this stuff. Like I really love the the feel of what they've already done to Disney Springs. I can't wait to see what it's going to be like once they once everything's finished. And the nice thing too is you can just walk in and walk up. You don't need to make a reservation yeah. to come to Jocks. Obviously. Uh, since we've been here, it's starting to be a little bit more crowded, but you could walk up and eat here, no problem. Wow. And there's still... F- what? What's wrong with you people? There's more there. There's food left over. Get on that. <laughs> there's still galamata. I'm still dipping the galamata. Yeah, me too. I'm going to get sweet the, pepper, the pepper and the... Yeah, got it. Yeah. Oh, there's another tentacle. Mm. Tentacle. Berrigan, that that plate of raw is just screaming your name. You call an uncle? No. Just All right, well, I'm bring it over here. Oh, there goes some more meatball sliders. 
<laughs> Are they coming here? Is, she, is he bringing them here? <laughs> and the bread on the bottom soaks up all the juice. Yeah. Look, I can see them collectively hitting the wall. I don't need cilantro, so I'm, I'm like in the back. I know. I don't see the, no the Italian guilt worked. Don't throw in a challenge out there that you can't meet up. I'm still picking on these, and I yeah. got some. I, I, love um, little, I love the little peppers in there. Oh, my pretzel didn't stand a chance. I, I kept a little pretzel in reserve just for the very end. I don't want to sound like a, I don't want to sound like some Jock Lindsay fanboy, but there's <laughs> nothing here I wouldn't I will I won't order again. Everything yeah, I'll yeah. get again. My mouth is comfortably warm right now from all the different spice and flavor. Yeah, that's a really nice way to describe yeah. it. Right, sort of that the flavor that re- I always. This is going to sound so stupid. Maybe unless you guys do it too. When I eat stuff and I go out and I'm sampling a lot of things, I try and put something aside to save it as the last sort of flavor that's going to be on my mouth like when I leave but I think you're right there's a nice little bit of uh, oh you got the Marty too look at Wilson a little ice beer just so you know uh, if the glass goes straight up you may have had a little bit too much (laughs) fantastic sipping bourbon the Colonel E.H. Taylor Jr. straight Kentucky bourbon whiskey bottled in bond it's the full name of the bourbon it's amazing very very smooth bourbon and it comes in a in a in a sideways shaped. It's, a, it's almost like a leaning tower of pizza, of like whiskey whiskey glass. Yeah, with an ice beer that they make here in the restaurant. It's, yeah, he said if it was straight, it was a problem, but I think it looks just fine. <laughs> so, are you a uh, are you a bourbon drinker? Are you a bourbon connoisseur? I, no, I wouldn't say connoisseur, but I that is my drink of choice. Straight on. How's that? Excellent. Yeah. Did you try the mule? Did you try the mule? Try the mule. I'll trade you. That? Yeah, man. That's excellent. Uh, smells good. Yeah. Oh, that smells nice. Yeah, it's got, like, like you said, it's like, nice and warm. Yeah, that'll make you warm real fast. Yeah, there's no, uh, you don't get the zuzas after you eat that. <laughs> 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 you know the zuzas, right? <laughs> I've never heard it called that. This is a I've whole body shakes it. I'm going to call it from now on. <laughs> That's copyright 2015, the one job. Tony, man, I think I think you hit it on the head. Like, there's nothing here that I wouldn't be comfortable ordering again. Um, there's six people, and there's six people that like to eat, and there are some remnants of food still left over. Oh, that was that was a, definitely a lot of, yeah. and I think all of. The individual dishes were a lot of food in and of themselves. So if, if you wanted to come here by yourself, you could easily do one or maybe, if you're a big eater, two appetizers. Yeah. And, yeah, like that, could, and that's a full meal. Like you said, the dates were... It was... More of a dessert, almost. It was more of a dessert, but it was a lot of flavor. It's a very strong flavor. But, yeah, splitting that with somebody who's perfect. But the wings, no problem. You could do the wings. But to do two of these and finish them, you'll be hard-pressed. I mean, I'm a big eater. I'll do it, but by the end, you're sport eating. You're not eating because you're looking at the You could say you look around the table, and, and yeah, we all like to eat. We all did basically one-and-a-half appetizers total. You feel pretty good. And we feel full, yeah. Yeah. If we weren't all doing this, I would not have shared those wings. There's a couple of things I, I, I would have preferred not to share with you clowns. Like the meatballs. Like the meatballs. Yeah, but three of those sliders is yeah. filling. They were, very, they were very dense, too. They were very heavy. Yeah. And the flavor with the, the, the spice flavor with the yogurt sauce on them, they were perfect. All right, so I'm going to make you go first then. If you could come in here and only order one thing, 
what would it be? One thing or one page? <laughs> that page, right there. It's, it's hard to say. Uh, I'd say the meatballs were spectacular. The dates are more desserty, I would think, but I would probably say those meatballs and the wi- wings are meatballs. <laughs> I, I can't pick one. <laughs> oh, that's easy. For me, it's going to be the wings. Those were amazing. Remember how much you loved the shrimp flatbread before you met the wings? <laughs> the shrimp flatbread was also really, really good, but I'll still take the wings. That shrimp was so 20 minutes ago. I really think I'd probably go with the wings, too. The wings were just, they were awesome. They were just so tasty, and yeah, it'd be the wings. I might go with the shrimp flatbread or the calamari. The calamari was, it's really good. Um, the shrimp flatbread was unique, so I would probably go with that. And there was a lot of flavors, a lot going on. And... To eat that whole, I mean, it was it was eight nice slices. You know, it's yeah. a flatbread. It's twelve inches long and eight inches wide. It's that's a lot of food. It was great. I could say meatball sliders. I could say the the wings. They're both excellent. But let's go with the um, the good dates just because you had that sweet. But if you put the pickled vegetables on there, you had that nice, really sharp bite at the beginning of that, and it just paired really well. So they were excellent. I will say one thing though. We keep talking about the flatbread. The flatbread wasn't just flatbread. It was a tall flatbread yeah. because it was big, like really good sized shrimp. Each, had a, each, each had a big like yeah. a jumbo yeah. shrimp on it. Each, each slice had its own shrimp. So, I mean, you there was a lot there, and it was tasty. And that good thick cut bacon on it, too. Yeah. 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 And I, I, don't, I don't traditionally like things with like big chunks or slices of tomatoes on them, but that just all worked together perfectly. Just when I thought I had it decided, um, it pulls me back in. You know, I think there's a... Uh, oh, my. Shorty is Singapore Sling. Um, Who ordered that? You can listen to Short Round. You live longer. <laughs> <laughs> you call him Dr. Jones! <laughs> you have the doll out of that. James, can I have a fountain of youth, please? Absolutely not that you need it, but sure. Thank you. Oh, that was that nice. Oh, <laughs> Jimmy style. I spent a little bromance going on there. Did I just get hit on <laughs> <laughs> You hope so. Um, so... <laughs> Man, you know what? At, at the beginning, I'm like, oh, I love these pretzels so much. Like, this is a perfect, like, sit around with your friends and just pick them apart and just dip. Oh, we had the pretzels, too. I know. Yeah. <laughs> they were so like, long like, ago. No, seriously. Like yesterday. I'm, hour, no. Like, I love to, like, take stuff and dip. I'm, a, like, a dipping kind of guy, so I like that. Remember? Do you remember the cheese? Now, all of a sudden, you guys remember oh, the cheese? cheese oh, right? Too. You're like, what wings? Um, you need more of it, though, because you just want yeah. to shovel Yeah, it and I'm sure they would bring you more, uh, no problem. If I had to order one thing, it, it's Page one. Yeah, man, it's um, <laughs> it would be wings or sliders. Yeah, it'd be wings or sliders. Uh, I'm almost leaning towards the sliders because that that spice that you get, you don't normally find. Like you don't get that big, you know. It's, it, it's obviously bigger than a golf ball. I mean, it's you know like a small baseball size, almost spicy meatball with that yogurt sauce. I don't know where else you get something like that in, in world, if at all, anywhere. It's and like you said, it was different. Yeah. So I mean, coming here and getting that, the wings were fantastic. But that—that's why I like the flatbread because it was so different than yeah. what I've had other places. And the same thing goes for the meatballs. And and that's what I like about this place. Like you, if you're coming here looking for chicken nuggets and french fries and burgers this is not where you and you shouldn't be coming look right I think this is, I think this place evidences the fact that when people go to Disney World I'm like ah oh, man I had chicken nuggets and burgers like you're not doing it right because there are such unique flavor opportunities here uh, and you don't have to just go to like World Showcase or, or you know Morocco or Japan to get them <laughs> 
He's on his third cocktail. Well, so. <laughs> um, was there a uh, was there a cocktail that you guys? I mean, we all sort of were sipping from each other that you guys really enjoyed that you liked. I would absolutely get that monkey. What is it called? I don't. It's even. called the chilled chilled, chilled, chilled monkey, monkey brains. brains. Something monkey brains or cool that was monkey head or something. Cool monkey. <laughs> <laughs> cool. There's not a drink that I wouldn't order again. I mean, every drink uh, yeah, I tried, like I've been, they were great. So cool headed monkey. Cool headed monkey? Yeah. I really like the Anything Goes, though, but yeah. they didn't sing for us. They sang for that table over there. <laughs> well, and, and I meant to sort of say that before. I don't know if you heard in the background, yeah. there were some of the uh, cast members who were singing about the drink to yeah. another table. And clearly we see it. I mean, it's a performance. I mean, these guys are not just servers. They are entertainers, very much like the Adventures Club. I mean, you come in here and you get a little bit of a of show with your dinner. If you Same thing if you're going to 50s Primetime Cafe. And, you know, like going to the Jungle Cruise, your server can absolutely impact your, your, your dining experience. You hit the music. It's like we're in the Jungle Book, right? It says, listen, it's just incredible. This is nice. I, I dig it. Um... You could definitely come in here and spend some time looking around too. Um, uh, any uh, any final thoughts? Any any parting words other than the fact that we might be back here tomorrow? Come in, spend, enjoy the food, but also spend time looking at everything around you. There's a lot to see. Yeah, just eat everything. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. It's all encompassing. I mean, from yeah. sights, sounds, food, t- drinks. Um, when are we renting the place out? That's what I want to know. When are we going to just hold the whole place? Yeah, <laughs> yeah this isn't just going out to grab a bite to eat. This no. is an experience. It's pretty cool. And it's, it's a, kind of... Yeah. No, I'm saying... I recommend this to anybody. And my kids have been in here. I mean, there's families coming in. I think a lot of people might see bar and be pushed away. But, I mean, yeah. take yeah. your kids and everything here yeah. is fantastic. It's a bar, but it doesn't have that bar atmosphere where it'll keep families out. Yeah. And it's definitely the kind of place that you have to visit several times to take it all in. I mean, when you look up from the plates that you're eating, definitely take in the ambiance and look like get close to everything and look because there's a lot of little details in here that could be missed if you're not really looking close. Look right there, Jacques Cousteau is hanging out with Jimmy Styles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have you have Jacques over here building the bar right behind Lou. Oh, that's awesome. And you know, don't um, don't discount sitting out. I mean, today, like we're here and we're recording this in December. Today is one another one of those like perfect Florida weather days. I like the idea of sitting outside. I love sitting by the water. You still get the music. You don't get the same kind of ambiance. It's maybe a little bit quieter outside, too, especially you know, at night um, if it gets crowded in here. But, um, yeah, I dig this a lot. Um, and if you can, sit in the diving bell. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> see you here. You hear, the spectacle hear. we created this afternoon. No one was witness to it. Well, I, let me tell you, as as good as this stuff would have tasted had I been here alone, I mean, certainly would I have been able to have a little bit more of it to myself. It tastes better when you share it with friends and when you come to Walt Disney World, whether it's with your friends or your family. <gasps> James, what's that? The Fountain of Youth. I like to think of it as, like, the Fountain of You. It's, it's so it's blue. So blue. It's um, James, we yeah. were just finishing up, and I have to tell you, this is one of the best, most unique and entertaining and flavorful dining experiences we have had in a long, long time and you were exceptional so thank you. Why, thank you. I tried. A lot. Especially when I have trainees. We'll, um... (laughs) Can we just reserve the diving bell for this time every day? Unfortunately, we aren't able to take any reservations. Um, We're rather popular with our guests and so we want to make sure everyone has the same chance to get the same diving bell that you've had. Do you take tables in Wonderland or any other discounts? Right now, we're not accepting any discounts. 
show up here at 11.30 every day. So we'll just take up residency. Here for Rope Drop. Rope Drop. You could be the king on Foursquare. If that's his Foursquare still a thing. I don't know. I'll look it up on MySpace and tell you. <laughs> you weren't kidding about the plates, huh? Right? Listen, no, no food. Like, it's like free to like, be able to grab something. Well, you know what? The, what's nice is that the plates are, are empty, so it's a lot lighter for him to carry back. Yeah, but silverware is hard to stack plates with, and he's still stacking them with all the silverware, which is quite brilliant. You, My young Padawan, you learn well from your, your Jedi Master over there. Guys, I want to thank you so much for uh, joining me literally around the table. For you, the listener, I hope that you felt as you as though you were sitting here uh, with us in the diving bell enjoying some of the, the flavors, um, the food, and the drinks here at Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar in uh, Disney Springs. If you've been here, come. if you haven't been here, you come and check it out. And when you do, I'd love if you called us from here, call the voicemail at 407-900-9391. Let me know what you thought or... Uh, tweet me or Facebook me. Let me know. So Tony, Ryan, Michael, Jeremy, and Jimmy Styles, uh, thank you guys so much. Kungaloosh. Uh, Kungaloosh. See you soon. Kungaloosh. Kungaloosh. We could probably get one more order of wings. <laughs> Why did it have to be snakes? For our Walt Disney World trivia question of the week, where I invite you to test your knowledge of Walt Disney World history or see how well you pay attention to the details, not just in what you see, but sometimes in what you hear. If you think you have the answer right, you can enter via email for your chance to win a Disney prize package. Before we get to this week's question, let's go back, review last week's, and select our winner. So last week we were talking about illuminations, although I said I am sort of partial to wishes. I love the the emotion. I love the, the music. I love be- the popcorn in the Magic Kingdom. Who am I kidding? So I the question last week was to tell me what was the fireworks display that wishes replaced called, and that is, of course, Fantasy in the Sky that ran from opening in 1971 till about 2003. Uh, it was also the name of the fireworks display in Disneyland, from the late 50s to the late 90s. Uh, but again, I am a little more partial to wishes, even over Fantasy in the Sky. Much more emotional kind of show, I think, due in large part because of the music. So I took all the correct entries. And again, thanks to the hundreds of you who entered and got this one correct. Randomly selected one. And again, you were playing for the WDW Radio Magic Band covers, the 102 Ways to Save Money for an At Walt Disney World book, and my new Tomorrowland audio tour. You can find all those over at www.radio.com. And last week's winner, randomly selected, is Chris West. So, Chris, congratulations. I'll email you. Get your address and your package out to you right away. If you played last week and didn't win, that's okay, because here's your next chance to enter in this week's Walt Disney World Trivia Challenge. 
So you may have heard about this little film called Star Wars The Force Awakens, which is coming out soon. My geek meter is off the charts watching the old films, the original trilogy, those three fan-made films, and basically anything else I can get my hands on. I've been going to Hollywood Studios and checking out the launch bay and the new addition to Star Tours, which got me thinking about this week's question. Because in Star Tours, the adventures continue. What model star speeder do you travel in? Pretty simple, right? If you think you know the answer, you can email contest at wdwradio.com. Send your answer in there. If you don't know the answer, get down here to Walt Disney World and check out the new Force Awakens scene in Star Tours. It's awesome. Spoiler alert. Again, you have until Sunday, December 13th at 11.59 p.m. to email your answer to contest at wdwradio.com. I'll send you the 102 ways. And you know what? I'll send you all seven of the audio tours. So good luck and have fun. And may the force be with you. And also with you. That's going to do it for this week's show. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in this and every week. I also want to say thanks again to some new members of the WW Radio Nation, including Jody Pauly, Paige, and Smith Getterman. If you want to help the show, and be part of the nation and get cool rewards every month, including new scavenger hunts, a private Facebook group, custom personalized Magic Band covers, logo gear, T-shirts, care packages from uh, Walt Disney World, and some new rewards coming to different levels in 2016. You can visit www.radio.com support. In addition to the show, visit www.radio.com for the blog, newsletter, events calendar, and lots more. Please be sure and follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I'm at Lou Mangello on all those platforms. Would love to connect and, and talk to you there. More importantly, my weekly live video broadcast and other random broadcasts from the parks whenever I'm out is now over at facebook.com slash Lou You can follow me there, turn on notifications. You'll be notified whenever I go live, not just every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, but oftentimes I'll be at the parks sharing some of the experiences there. Great way to watch and chat and connect live. Again, uh, uh, in terms of upcoming events, our next meet of the month is, as it has been for the past seven years or so, going to be over Marathon Weekend. It's going to be that Saturday at the Tomorrowland Terrace, probably about 1 o'clock. Stay tuned to the events page for exact details, as well as more information about our upcoming Star Wars cruise in February. There's still availability there. Our New Orleans meet February 26th through the 28th. I'll have details and tickets available soon for that. Chicago in July and our e-ticket adventure. I'm already planning some other events for 2016, and I'm also going to be on the road. I speak a lot at conferences and to schools and businesses, and when I do, love to do meetups wherever I am. You can visit loumangelo.com for more information. And if I can come to speak to your business or your school, uh, you can fill out a form there. I also am about to launch my next small private mastermind group on January 5th. It's only There are only four spots available left. I also do some one-on-one coaching, so if you're thinking about sort of finding a way to turn your passion into your profession or you're looking into some personal mentoring or small group coaching about building your brand and business and doing what you love the same way you allow me to do every day, find, let me find out how I can maybe help you. Again, visit loumangelo.com. Thanks, as always, Becky Mankin from Mouse Fan Travel. She and her team will get you not only the best possible prices, but give you an incredible level of personal service all at no cost to you. They're over at mousefantravel.com and celebrationspress.com. That's where you can find Celebrations Magazine. And finally, and most importantly, my friends, and you are my friends, whether we have met yet or not, 
All I ask is that if you like the show, please help spread the word. Tell your friends. Tweet out that you're listening. Come by, share, comment over on Facebook. That's incredibly helpful. And please take two minutes. Go over to iTunes. Rate and review the show there. Thanks to you, we have more than a thousand five-star reviews. Would love to keep them coming. You can visit wdwradio.com slash iTunes. Want to thank some recent reviewers, including M. Bamford 01, all the way from the United Kingdom, R. Digi from the U.S., and Progress 1964. Really, really do appreciate the help and support. And more importantly, the fact that you take time out of your schedule and your busy day to tune in and listen and comment and email and call the voicemail, which, by the way, is at 407-900-9391. Call and say hi, even if just uh, from the parks or to ask a question or if you have a comment about this week's show. Uh, thank you again. You know, because of you, you allow me to do what I love every day and share my passion for Disney with you. And if you're not doing what you love every day, if you don't wake up excited every morning and can't fall asleep at night because you can't stop thinking about doing this thing that you enjoy, don't stay stuck, right? It's never, ever too late to start over. So if you weren't happy with what the way yesterday went, try something different today. It's okay to reboot. You do it to your computer all the time. You can do it for yourself as well. Do better. Be better. Have faith. Thank you guys once again. I hope you have an amazing week. Hope to see you on Facebook Live. So until next time, see ya. Hi, Lou. I'm Russ Rob from California, Maryland again. Now 75 days to go till the Princess Half Marathon and Glastonbury Challenge for myself and for my wife. Oh, just knocked out my next long run. Seven more miles down. Looking forward to seeing you listening to the podcast while I'm running. And it helps keep him going. Thanks a lot. Can't wait to see you. See you soon. Bye. Hey, Lou. Chris Mixteen in the in the box from uh, West Palm Beach. Just chiming in to say hello. And uh, wish I could make it up there this weekend, but I couldn't do it. But um, we had plans. We had a, uh, actually we had arrangements to be there the third through the fifth to come see you today. But I uh, couldn't make it because we had some family obligations. So uh, probably shoot up in February, and we can catch up. Um, just want to say everything's great on the box. Um, I like uh, Facebook. It's a lot better than Ustream. Um, and uh, everything's been great. Um, love your positivity, bud. Keep up the good work. Hope you, Dan, and your family had a great uh, Thanksgiving. And all the best to everybody in the box. See you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Hello, Lou Mangello. It's Darlene Nagy from West Seneca, New York. I just wanted to say that I am now 30 days out until the Disney 5K trip with my friend Judith to see everybody and all of my friends and do my first Disney 5K. Then directly after that, almost one month, you all will be going on a Star Wars adventure on the Disney Cruise Line. Oh, That will be amazing. You guys are going to have so much fun. I'm very jealous that I'm not going to be there, but I'm sure I am going to see a ton of pictures on the WDW radio site and hear all about it, and hopefully there will be live broadcasting. And then we are now, oh, my goodness gracious, Oh, we are under 
300 and, oh my goodness, my cruise line app is not working tonight. <laughs> I know we are under 365 days for the e-ticket adventure. Oh, I've never sailed out of that port in New York. That'll be a first. And I'll be on the magic. That'll be exciting with all of my friends again and my coworker, Karen. Yay! Oh, I can't wait for her to meet everybody. You guys have a wonderful week. Stay safe. Always think positive, as Lou says. Have a magical night. Hi, Lou. This is uh, Josh, uh, Josh Smith, K2 in the in the old box. Uh, just calling you from Southern Ontario, Canada. I, I picked up your show around episode 400. And uh, I have been going through the back catalog, trying to get as much uh, as much as I can. And I'm just out walking the dog right now, and I was listening to episode 276, and you're talking about uh, the nooks and crannies of Epcot, uh, which I love. Epcot is my is my favorite park. And uh, at the end of the show, there you said you you'd like to go through each of the each of the pavilions with somebody from their respective country. And I'd like to volunteer myself to go through the Canada Pavilion, pavilion with you. Uh, you know, have a, have a meal at Le Cellier and, and have a poutine. And I can tell you that poutine is, is very popular up here. Even the McDonald's have it. They're not that great, but they'll do. Anyways, just want to say uh, thanks for the podcast. Love listening. Uh, hopefully... We'll see you in August when we go down. We're planning our, our next trip for the end of August, and uh, hopefully we can uh, arrange that around the meet of the month. All right, so, uh, yeah, keep up the great work. Love the podcast, and see ya. You've got a friend in me. Yeah. Asps. Very dangerous. You go first. My professional name.